What's up, y'all? Let's go. <laughs> the beat just, it never gets old, honestly, over here. Man, I hope y'all are having a great day. What's up? It's your favorite duo, Dorian and Morgan here with the brand new episode of the Rooted Life Podcast. Uh-huh. And in case you didn't know, which, I mean, by this point, I don't know why you wouldn't, but we're just two best friends who love Jesus and love helping people flourish in their faith and in their relationships. And we do this through our podcast, uh, social media. We do it. Uh, through our devotionals on the Version Bible app and so much more. And we love to talk about everything from friendships to singleness to our faith walk, how we're getting drugged by the Holy Spirit daily. It's always a good time when we come together. So we are so glad that y'all are joining us today. We really are. And if we haven't told y'all already or lately, we love y'all. Like, <laughs> for real. Y'all are people, for real. And honestly, everything we do is for y'all. We love being able to share what we're learning in mm. hopes that it's helping you on your walk. And speaking of sharing what we're learning, we recently, mm. drum roll please, <laughs> thank you, released our second even on the Version Bible app called Avoid the Traps, Choosing Kingdom Over Culture. And we're just really, really excited about it. So we thought for this episode, we share just a little bit more about that content and kind of mm-hmm. get a little deeper than we were able to get, share some personal stories and just be a little bit more real here because y'all family, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And look, let's not just gloss over that. Like we released our second devotional on the version Bible app, like that has over 500 million downloads. Oh like, gosh, that is a big I mean, this, this, this plat, this platform is like accessible by 500 million people. Mm-hmm. And the content that the Lord put on our spirit is there. Like that's insane. And that so is this is our first time sharing it. So y'all right, right now listening, you're the first <laughs> time, uh, you're the first people to hear about us sharing that we got a new Devo out. So mm-hmm. um, we're excited to share that <laughs> we haven't shared much about it, but it already has over 6,500 subscribers. And 3,700 completions, y'all. It's a quick little seven-day devotional, so um, you can jump in, get it done in a week, and mm-hmm. uh, be blessed by it. But yeah, God is so faithful. So before we jump into this episode and really get into some of the Devo content, let's let's go back to our tried and true mm. rose and clothes. What you got going on in your life, Mo? I'm feeling I'm going to get red. I'm just <laughs> thinking about it now. I'm just I mean, kind of looking and thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to have to repent after this. Yeah, the track record shows. Okay. Uh, survey says. Survey says You'll Morgan get is going to get <laughs> Absolutely. You're in the wrong again. Sinning <laughs> once again. Um, okay. Grows trust in God. What's new? Uh, there's just so many areas in my life. And by so many, I mean every single area. I would like more clarity and more security about mm. God. Where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. And I feel like I just have less answers than before. I have a lot of instructions, but no answers, which <laughs> I guess is good. It's better than no instructions. But I'm like, where are we going? Mm. And I think the fact that this season is difficult and I'm ready for the next season, but don't even know what to be ready for puts me in this weird headspace where I'm like I'm tempted to have anxiety and I'm also tempted to like fantasize it's gonna be like oh great and no mm. struggle and and I don't want to miss the joy of this of this season even though it's really difficult so I'm really working on trusting God and actively actively mm. choosing joy and contentment um in this very difficult and stretching season um the glow is i'm working on getting my emotions in check baby we're maturing baby okay we really are love to see it. being less reactive Mm. and being more responsive wow uh so there's a few times the last couple weeks i just mm, something arose in me and i wanted to pop off Mm. and tell them in the words of my mother you got the right one (laughs) oh you got the right one today baby (laughs) but i said i'm not going to channel janelle today i'm going to uh, hold my tongue and talk to the holy spirit 
Mm. And tell the Holy Spirit why they got the right one. Come on okay. now. So been taking more time to cool off, process, bring it to God, and just having more time between my initial reaction and my response, building more buffer, whether it's like give yourself a day, give a couple hours, just giving myself more time because usually I'll just have a reaction and respond immediately. But mm. I'm just trying to work to build that time in so that I can process with God and respond in a loving way. So mm. we're growing. That is so good, Mo. That is... Uh... I'm just proud of you, you mm. know, because life is hard. And so I think it takes a lot. Like we do this so often that sometimes I don't think we even think about like, it's important to take the time to really analyze your life and be like, okay, where can I grow and mm-hmm. where am I shining? And sure. I just think this is such a helpful exercise. But mm-hmm. as the person walking alongside of you, I'm mm-hmm. proud of you. And I think you're doing a great job. So sweet. Man. You doing a good job. <laughs> okay. Um, so my life, uh-huh. my grow right now is just like my quiet time. It's kind of trash, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because... I'm I'm doing the the Bible in a year, which is great. Like mm-hmm. I'm actually really loving it. I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. But I think what happens sometimes is when you're just like reading the Bible as a chapter book, a story book, though it mm. is the greatest story ever. Um, it becomes like, okay, let me read my chapters and kind of go on throughout my day. And so just kind of shifting my perspective to remember like, wait, this is a book of life. So mm. like I need to kind of make sure that I'm supplementing reading my yeah. like chapters with like, okay, let me also just have like intentional time where I just like meditate on a scripture or mm-hmm. just like take some time to journal. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I just find that it's like, I can be really good in one area of quiet time, yep. but then it's like something else falls and it feels so overwhelming. Sometimes I'm like, Ooh, Bible reading, like, We've been doing that every day of the year now. But then it's like, dang, but now my prayer feel like it ain't right. Mm -hmm, Now my worship ain't really happening. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, I'm plugged into community. But it's like, well, now I feel like this is slipping. So it just is like uh, sometimes I can get into the like, I feel like I'm not doing it right. Um, right. But I think what God has been encouraging me in is like, where's your heart, you know, like where's your appetite for me and just make sure that the desire is in the right place. Mm -hmm. I don't have to check off all the things, but like if I know that I'm not leaving feeling as full as I know I could, Mm -hmm. then like I got to figure out, okay, I got to be doing something different. So, um, yeah, hoping to switch that up. Can I share something that I've been doing that's been helping? Mm -hmm. Friday is like my flex time with God, Mm -hmm. where it's like I don't open the Bible on Fridays. I have a book um, by J.R. Packer called Knowing God. Mm Mm-hmm. And I read a book and I go for a walk. So I'm mm. like, this today, we're going to do something. Because I'm like, I've read the Bible last six days and it was great. And we learned. But I kind of need a moment to kind of, mm. I don't know, digest it. So Fridays are like, God, we just flex. Like, we're going to be outside a little bit more. We're okay. going to sit in silence more. We're going to read a book about you and kind of just process that. Because mm. otherwise, I just feel like, and then I even sometimes get down on myself like, oh, that's not like yeah. spiritual enough. You're just right. reading a book about God and like mm-hmm. looking at nature. And it's like, but it's still all about him. But yeah. every Friday, it helps me break that cycle of that's being nice. like, do this thing. It's like this is fun day with God. Like mm. this is going to be a fun, quiet time. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Like we're going to go outside the box here. Mm-hmm. And like every that. Friday I struggle to do it. That's the funny part. I've been doing it for over a month and I still struggle every Friday to mm. get out of that, that mind frame. Yeah. It's hard. That's helpful. That's good advice. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. So my glow mm-hmm. time management, yes, like, okay. Baby. So if y'all have been keeping up with the podcast mm-hmm, for the last mm-hmm. couple of years, y'all know your girl struggles with procrastination, mm-hmm. being on time, honestly, just being a good steward of my time. Same. It's not been a strong suit, but I'm in a rhythm. Like oh, I'm keeping yes. to schedules. I'm uh, up on time. I'm in the bed before 11. Wow, like wow, wow. we got quiet time. We got workouts, rest, friend time, extracurricular, like wow. uh, I'm popping off. 
And so <laughs> I think what I'm realizing is just like that discipline game, like it's, it's going real strong right now. Mm. So I'm just happy about that and hope, uh, you know, it's only like what 50 days into the year. So yeah. let's just hope that it keeps going. You're doing a great job in that. I've seen that. Thanks, Mo. You look like I'm in the bed already. I'm like, oh. I know. I'll be like, all right, girl, night. <laughs> You are a night owl, though, but I'm an early morning Yeah, girl. I am a night. I'll be night owl and early, though, because I want to be productive. Mm. So I'll be up late and then up I got to go to bed early. so I can okay. Let's jump into this. So uh, I feel very convicted, but that's uh, a given. <laughs> but let's uh, go ahead and get into the content for this episode. So like we said, we're going to be deep diving into our latest devotional. Um, and we really just want to share our heart behind this Devo before we get too far mm-hmm. um, and just kind of go deeper, like we said earlier. So, Doe, why don't you let them know, like, what's our heart behind this Devo? Like, why did we even create this Devo? So, I mean, let's just talk about it. Like, we knew that so many of us are going to be ready to jump into this new season, this new year, as we were coming out of 2021 mm-hmm. into 2022. But a lot of times, like, kind of like what we talked about in our last New Year episode, we don't really have a strategy. Like, nope. Part of a great strategy is identifying like, okay, what are the barriers to my success? And that's Mm -hmm. really what the devotional is all about. Mm -hmm. It's us taking a moment to reflect on some of the familiar habits or old ways that can become a trap in our lives. Mm -hmm. And part two of the purpose behind the Devo was really just thinking about like the only way that we can transform in a new season or a new year is to have something stronger than just that desire. But like we actually need God, period. So the Devo like kind of marries this practical piece of like everyday areas where we struggle with scripture influence truth to kind of guide us to becoming our best selves yeah and that kind of summarized our whole brand like we're all about equipping people spiritually and practically and this devo just felt like a natural way for us to provide that information for people and equip people for this year and baby if the the rest of the year is anything like the beginning of 2022 (laughs) we gonna need all the spiritual and practical help and support we get can i get an amen amen (laughs) so i also think another thing to know um this devo is really important because one of the enemy's greatest tools is distraction he steals our focus and when our focus is stolen we can't pursue our purpose period Mm. and i think so many of us have been distracted by social media and what's going on in culture and society. And I think so much so that it's, we've allowed that to influence how we see ourselves and define who we are. And I think a lot of us have just fallen into the trap of placing our worth in areas that culture values Mm. over what the kingdom values. And our desire is for us to identify these distractions, these traps, reset our gaze and focus back on the truths laid out in the word of God. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, and you make such a good point about distraction. Like devotionals actually give us a means to refocus Mm. on personal and spiritual growth through God's word. Like there's such a key tool in our rhythm of life as Mm -hmm. just like a quick touch point to just center that gaze again. So let's get into these traps. Now, I know some of y'all listening may be holy, sanctified, don't ever struggle, but (laughs) that is just simply not our story. And so we figured that there's got to be some other folks out here who are maybe falling into some of these traps in life. And so these are the areas in our lives where we most often tend to place our value and worth. And the traps are T for titles, R, relationships, A, appearance, P, plans, and S, social media. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the first two titles and relationships. And we're just going to share a couple of ways that we can acknowledge like, okay, what's the problem with these traps? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about like reassessing how we can move with them in our lives and then shifting our gaze back on Jesus and God's word. Yep, that sounds good. Well, let's get into this uh, first one, baby. Trap one, titles. So in our Devo, we talk a lot about how many of us tie our self-worth to professional, personal, and romantic titles and Mm. like if we're honest many of us spend a significant amount of our lives our energy our time tears heartbreak prayers all that 
on these titles because we feel like these titles make us, they define us. Um, and not only does that lead us to tying our entire identity into a specific title, but I think that titles can quickly become an idol in our heart. They're mm. ruling our thoughts, our feelings, our affections, all of our desires. And I think just speaking for personal experiences, like titles, if they're an idol in your heart, can cause us to be angry and bitter at God, especially when we have expectations or timelines associated with these titles and doesn't line up with what God has in mind for us. So, Doe, can you tell us about a time you got caught up in this particular trap? <laughs> Yeah, uh, immediately what kind of comes to mind for me is work. Mm. And really, it's an ongoing trap for me because I'm very achievement and performance driven. Mm -hmm. um, so promotion, recognition are very big motivators in my life, mm -hmm. especially professionally. And like the most recent example of this was last summer. And I was uh, looking to get promoted to director. Um, and instead, I got promoted to an associate director role, which is a kind of a level below director. And I remember being so frustrated mm. by the process that I really kind of started to like pull back from work and even kind of <laughs> got a little snippy. I sent a little email no, to my manager, oh, kind of like, uh, if y'all ain't got it for me, then I'm good. Like, and I started looking for other jobs. Like, I was like, okay, cool, I'm getting up out of here. And I realized in that scenario that like my need to be validated by the title was more important than me taking the time to just trust that God had a plan. Mm. And um, the way that it played out was actually exactly what He wanted. Like, I think that I saw that I saw myself being prideful by resenting kind of where I landed because mm. I didn't trust that God knew what he was doing by not giving me the promotion that I yeah. wanted. And so I spent most of the summer complaining and figuring out like, okay, I'm gonna make my own plan. So I was like halfway consulting guy, halfway doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing I was realizing was like, I got so caught up in the actual title that I was being distracted from being actually impactful in the mm -hmm. role. I mean, I lost all of my motivation to kind of drive culture and change because I was in my own feelings, which really discredited the purpose that God had for me in that space. Mm. So I wasn't even really like fulfilling my mission at that point. Wow. And um, just at that time, I wasn't um, focused on being his hands and feet. And I was really just focused on climbing the ladder for my own sake. <clears throat> we'll give y'all a second to process <laughs> that. Pick your jaw up off of the ground. Maybe pause and repent. Your choice. Uh, so thinking about the truths that we outlined in the Devo though, which, uh, truth that we outlined was most helpful for you in navigating this trap? Well, ironically enough, in the end, um, the execs at the company came back to me and actually offered me the promotion that I was looking for and a bigger bag. And God really just came all the way through. So the truth that stood out to me is like titles are tools. Like God wants to use our titles in leadership and relationships at work, wherever we have titles as a mean to serve him always and further the kingdom. And it was just a really good lesson to me to kind of focus on impact over elevation. Like it's really about what God wants you to do in that space versus mm. how far you can get in the space. Right. Um, so, yeah. And I feel like lesson. that title was appropriate for that season. Imagine if you got your job last summer. Oh, if you were doing this last summer. Yes, Dorian, too much. You wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have been able to do the podcast. You would like, have been able to do just so anything. many other things. Yeah. That's anything. So good. If you had, if you got the promotion when you wanted the promotion, baby, you wouldn't have had a summer. Yeah. The title was appropriate it, for the season. It was right for the season. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Okay. okay. All right, yeah, Mo. So let's talk about you and titles. Have you ever kind of struggled in this area? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm thinking specifically this time last year, getting ready for my 30th. I think something that's interesting is that we don't always articulate to ourselves our expectations around titles. It's like 
I'm not always clear with myself about my expectation. Like, oh, I want actually to be a mother or I actually want to be mm. a wife. And then I think sometimes we have these timelines that we didn't have even realized. Yep. Like, I expected by this age, this thing to happen, but I didn't even realize it. So coming up mm-hmm. in my 30, I'm like, I'm mad at God. I don't know why I'm feeling upset, but it's because I had a timeline associated mm-hmm. with these titles that I desired very deeply. And as I was journaling, just realizing that, you know, by 30, I thought that I would be further in my career, like in a management position at the very least. And, more established in my career and, you know, have like have a house and have like more financial security. Like I just had an expectation for my life that mm-hmm. was very connected to this title of a professional. Um, and none of that is the case. <laughs> and I'm 30 at an entry level position. And that was really hard to accept and grieve because it just wasn't the life that I thought that I was going to have. Mm. Um, but this is a life that God has planned for me. So not to say that he won't do those things later, but I realized that I was so angry at God because those titles were an idol in my heart. And because mm-hmm. he did not fulfill things on my timeline, I was like, bro, what is you doing? Yeah. I was upset. That's, oof. I think so many of us find ourselves in that position often because we're not honest with ourselves. Yeah. And and so much of it is spent in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when it doesn't happen, we're like, why am I in tears? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, because I didn't actually take the time to be truthful with myself. So I love yeah. that you started by just identifying, like having a real self-reflection mm-hmm. moment and being like, am I holding myself to certain standards, beliefs, timelines that like God has not necessarily said, but I'm saying, mm-hmm. I think that's such a great place to start. So in that birthday season, what do you feel like was the truth that kind of helped you navigate that? Um, I think all the truths are really good, but I think the one that stood out is that every title matters. Like God mm-hmm. has given me titles in the season that, are important and no title is too small or insignificant for the kingdom. And Mm. what he's calling me to do in this season is really important. Like if we're talking about 3,500 people, that was 3,500 people whose lives were touched because he called us to this podcast in this season. Like Mm -hmm. that's an important title. And there's people at my job and people, my neighbors, you know, like their lives matter. And Mm -hmm. I think that he's just, kind of reminded me through this truth that like what he's called me to do in this season matters for the kingdom. Yeah. And, and so maybe my life isn't what I envisioned at this age, uh, but he's allowing me to like lead in ministry and influence hundreds, if not thousands through my work, mm-hmm. my job, my community work, our podcast, and just helping me get like, he's helping me have eternal vision that like the title he's given me in this season matters because it's influencing people's eternity mm-hmm. and that's important <laughs> and that shouldn't be taken lightly. So I think he's just helping me keep, he just reminded me over and over again, like the title you have in this season is impacting eternities for people like yeah. this kingdom work. And that's important. So I'm yeah. just trying to keep kind of, you know, re um, positioning or kind of just resetting my gaze on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. And I think even though we don't know the end of the story, we can trust that he does mm-hmm. and that it's going to be good. You know, yes. and I think a lot of it with titles also just requires, honestly, in all of these traps, but specifically I'm thinking about with titles requires a huge amount of trust in the fact that yes. like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And we have to just keep reminding ourselves of that, whether we're in a position and we don't know why, or we're not getting the one that we want, like just trust that he knows what he's doing. Um, and I love that we started the Devo off with titles because I don't think I don't think many of us realize how much we associate our titles yes. with our identity. Right. And our identity, I could argue, is one of the most important things we need to know about ourselves, mm-hmm. like who we are drives how we show up in the world. And yeah. that's a pretty big thing. And so we're not going to give away all the truths because we want you all to go check out the Devo mm-hmm. on the Bible app. But just to kind of summarize the two that we mentioned here, the first 
first one, every title matters. And yeah. the second one, titles are tools. Mm, so good. That's good. All right, let's get into the second trap. Trap number two, relationships. Many of us place our worth in our relationships. And even more, we look to various relationships to fulfill our deepest needs and desires. And I think that's really hard in the world of social media to not see other people's relationships, specifically like Christian marriages, Christian couples, mm. and not start to idolize them. And I think in the last several months, we've just seen so many um, well-known Christian couples and people that we know personally just get a divorce. And I think it's been really sad to watch, but it's just, it's really taught me to check my heart mm. and I idolize other people's relationships. Like the only relationship goal I have is with me and God. Like how can I continue to know him and be know him and help people know him? And I think that um, that should be our relationship goal. And I just think that any, any other function of a relationship is a trap. Like mm. if it's not a tool to know God more and make him known, it's, it's a trap. Oof. And it's not the treasure it was designed to be. So, Doe, walk us through a time you got caught up in this trap of relationships. Girl, this is a joke. <laughs> of course I've been caught up in this trap of relationships, trapped in them, tripped on them, all of the all above. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, I realized that it wasn't until a few years ago that I actually knew what a healthy relationship uh, was supposed to look like from mm -hmm. a dating perspective mm -hmm. and like, you know, desiring to have a romantic partner, even in having parents that are happily married. And like, mm -hmm. we just never really talked about that process to like get mm -hmm. there. I just see them and see the joy. And I'm like, yeah. I want it. But we never really got into the nitty gritty. And I think I because of that was leaning on so many external influences to mm -hmm. drive what I thought a great relationship should consist of. Right. And I can think of one particular uh, <laughs> circumstance mm -hmm. from my past where it was like you know we were just hanging out having a good time and at the time like that was enough for me as long as we were able to spend time together going out to eat hanging at the house being spontaneous I was like cool and it became a trap because I looked up and it had been over a year and I was like uh what are we doing like mm. it was this emotional friends thing with these like attachment benefits but then I realized like I actually have no idea where we're going and I'm mm. evaluating you based off of how you're making me feel, but not necessarily like what I actually see in front mm -hmm. of me right mm -hmm. now. So I was trapped, 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 trapped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how did you get out of that trap? Which was the truths? Which other truths helped you kind of get out that trap? I mean, when I finally realized that I, all the fun and the good times were the only thing that I was using to justify like, Oh, mm. he's a good person. Um, I was able to like clearly see his poor communication skills and mm -hmm. how often he avoided clarity and the lack of consistency. Like finally I could mm -hmm. see all of those things when the glamor of the fun and the good times wore right, off. Right. And so the truth that I think uh, was really helpful here was wise criteria is greater than weak criteria. Like, I think we can't get caught up in this idea of all of these like temporal things, mm. um, things that are very surface being the way that we evaluate whether or not someone is a good match for us in life. And this is in friendships, romantic relationships, just like how you want to spend your time and the people that you want to allow to influence you. And so mm -hmm. now I feel like what I kind of learned from that situation is prioritizing examples of strong communication and mm -hmm. character, sacrifice, friendship, other key traits of healthy relationships outside of the the mm -hmm. really easy glamorous ones that'll get mm -hmm. you trapped up mm -hmm. that's real, that's real. Uh, so what about you and your relationships mo mm -hmm. what you got going on let's see let's see let's see i don't even know where to start <laughs> i think the real struggle is social media i think there's times where i see you know black mm -hmm. couples thriving and i'm like oh we love to see so it great. Send the dough, like oh one day do it for us jesus so great then other times i'm like i gotta get off of this app because i am in a mood and this is not helping and so mm -hmm. i think 
I can't think of a specific time because this has been such a big struggle for me. But yeah. I think, um, and I think specifically because I want to be married and the older I get and the more I feel like I'm running out of time in some ways. Mm. I think just recognizing that it's an idol, like marriage is an idol. The the way that it's able to influence my emotions and, and feelings so quickly. Yeah. And so uh, for an extended amount of times, so I'm like, all right, this is an issue in my heart that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And that's what therapy is for in Jesus. So I think part of it is just learning not to put my validation uh, placing not placing my validation and worth in men mm-hmm. um, but that's a whole nother podcast so I think that's a deeper thing that I'm working through of like the reason why I want to be married is because I think that it'll validate me and mm-hmm. say that I'm worthy of love and attention and affection and yep. sacrifice and love <laughs> yeah and I feel like guys like you know I've already said all I've that already said I've all already that. determined all that like about that's you. actually already, already true yeah it was true before you were here Sorry so facts. you're good yeah so I think part of it is recognizing it's an idol and then recognizing some of the root issues is growing up in a single family home and just kind of unpacking that so with that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing in therapy is unpacking why I want that version of my life so bad mm-hmm. and why it's hard for me to accept this version and recognizing that everything I need like I already have through God mm-hmm. but I think most specifically an example I have is that you sent me this page of this Atlanta photographer who photographs people on their first date but the the photos are so intimate Mm -hmm. and so romantic. And if you didn't know any better, you think they were in love. So before I even read your DM, I just looked on the picture and I'm like, damn, these folks look in love. And it was like, can't believe they just met this first day. And I'm like, wait, these folks don't know each other. Like Mm -hmm. they, they just met. And it was just such a good reminder of like, you cannot believe everything you see on social media. Like, Mm Anybody can like they have a successful relationship online and I don't want to waste any more time idolizing what someone else has. I want to keep my eye on what God has for me in this season, in this moment. That's so good. Yo, social media really be like, Mm, mm, mm. we're going to talk about that on another day, but I'm still shook by those pictures, (laughs) but that's such a good call out of like, I think that is such a huge, when I talk about like external influences on what we think healthy Mm -hmm. relationships look like. Very true. Instagram is always capping basically like always <laughs> out cap. here got us like oh look at this and look at what he did and look at how she doing that and then you like know people or meet people mm-hmm. or you see stuff behind the scenes you like that mm-hmm. ain't what it looked like on the ig Mm-mm. it ain't even real I so I could change the instagram picture on my phone to just that blue cap emoji <laughs> to remind myself capping, <laughs> period okay so what is the truth that you are applying then as you're thinking about pursuing romantic romantic relationships going forward i think the truth is that god is more reliable to people like mm-hmm. if i'm looking at people a partner a spouse family members best friend to give me validation comfort approval i'm they're always going to fall short. Like you all can't fulfill the deep desires and need to be loved and wanted. No one can fulfill that, but God. And Mm. I feel like he's been very clear in the season that he is trying to help me have a better foundation of how I see myself and love myself. Mm. Um, And then he's just showing me the season, like only he can satisfy me. Like, the validation, that feeling of being enough and feeling enough can only come from him. And so he's just teaching me to desire him more than any title or relationship Mm. or anything else. Yeah. So, so good. And I think, you know, just a good reminder, like relationships are always going to be one of the trickiest parts of our lives. Mm -hmm. Like we were designed to be relational with other people. Mm -hmm. um, But I think we have to identify like, okay, what are the best ways that we can navigate this complexity so that we're not just like surviving in our relationships, Mm -hmm. but we're actually thriving. And I know both of us kind of talked a little bit about romance here, but I just want to neglect that. Like we need God's truth in order to have healthy, any relationship, romantic, friendship family work church like if we want to be in healthy relationships with people of any kind then we need to be using um 
you know, what he says about them to guide us. And so mm-hmm. I want y'all to check out the Devo because we have some other truths. But just to kind of summarize the two that we mentioned here, number one, weak wise criteria sorry wise criteria mm-hmm. is greater than weak criteria mm-hmm. and the second one god is more reliable than people per yeah well per <laughs> well this episode low-key slaps so let's go ahead and do what we always do wrap up this episode by providing folks with some practical tips if they're struggling with any of these traps so trap number one titles if you're struggling with falling into the trap of finding your identity and titles um you can look to the word of god like mm-hmm. let him define who you are and how you see yourself and allow his truth to really permeate your hearts and fill your cup. Yeah. And the second one is like focus on your impact over your elevation, like outline your unique gifts and talents and identify the ways that God is calling you to use your influence for the greater good over your own promotion. Mm, that's good. That's very strong. I'm wow. Really good at Wow. Come on, Holy Spirit. Do your thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then secondly, with relationships, like if you're struggling by falling into the trap of finding your worth in relationships, then you can, Realize that like there are so many scriptures about the type of community that God desires for us. Like Mm -hmm. just open up the word and you'll see, look at how Jesus walked with people and we can see how he um, desires for us to be in close relationship with others. And then just see if yours measure up, (laughs) do some self-reflection and Mm -hmm. and be like, "Mm, do my relationships look like this? Mm -hmm. And then secondly, remember that the most satisfying and sweet relationship that you're ever going to have is the one with God. It sounds corny, but it's like, the deepest truth. And mm-hmm. I hope so many of y'all listening really take that. So prioritize it and watch how all of your other relationships will just flourish from that beautiful will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so good. This has been a blast mm-hmm. and a read and I've enjoyed every mm-hmm. moment. So y'all be sure to follow us on IG at rooted life podcast. And while you're listening to this episode, please share it with somebody. Yeah. If you liked it, share it with someone and then go ahead and uh, shoot it to your group chat, your fam, your friends, just share the wealth. And if you haven't go check out our new Devo avoid the traps on the Bible app right now. Yep. And if you're listening on Apple podcast, go ahead, y'all just take a moment, rate us five stars, leave us a brief review. It really helps us out. We love to hear uh, what you love about this episode. Speaking of brief reviews, shout out to at smile for Kiki who left us one of the most heartfelt reviews. We're so grateful for your encouragement and so glad that our new year episode blessed you. This is just another good time to say rooted fam. Thanks for rocking with us. We just love y'all so much. So stay tuned for part two of avoid the traps drop. March 9th and until next time stay rooted